Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender fucking podcast. I am your livid host, Chance Watson. With me, as always, the other host, slightly less livid, Taylor Wells. Wells, what the fuck? I don't know what the Dusty Bender fucking podcast is. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it fucking is today, all right? It sounds... Sounds like a different genre. That's um, that's what's happening. Yeah, I'm I'm slightly less pissed than you. Uh, understandably, we just we had some some news come out today. <laughs> oh, from, just a little from news, Mr. huh? Just for Mister Daly oh, uh, and his Daly. awkward flipping of cards. But yeah, <laughs> uh, it's like we're on the episode. Price is Right or something. <laughs> and survey says. Survey the NHL says. is fucking rigged. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But how are you doing? I mean, how's your mental, uh, you know, state right now? Are you feeling, you know, what's, oh, what's on I'm, your mind? I'm pretty, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I'm pretty upset. <laughs> I I expected nothing and I'm still let down. Uh, you know, I think from your perspective, it's Probably good the Ducks didn't get the first pick because then oh my god we would, really be this would be a different conversation. <laughs> I can at least I look I in fact the secondary now we'll get in the draft in a little bit we we'll get in the left okay we, fine we, we need to make fun of Seattle first okay and then we'll get into that. <laughs> I, we, we got some we, good shit today. All right. Oh we're my good. god, we've got so much good shit to bring into. Uh, Welcome back, everybody, to Dusty Bender Podcast. We appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, a little break. Uh, just got to wait for that hockey news to come in. But we've got it built up now. We've got a lot to get to. We're going to have a great episode for you today. Uh, anger-filled, so uh, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. That's right. Yep, yep. Um, before we get into it, we should talk about our uh, sponsor, as always, uh, Bet Kamish. I would love to read his ad, but I can't find it in my phone. Here it is. Uh, Bet Kamish. Uh, offers 20% on free play on all deposits with zero rollover because, as usual, rollover is a scam, not not unlike the NHL draft lottery. Uh, text 951-878-9411 or hit him up on Twitter at BetCommish. Uh, I just checked his app today. Hockey futures and uh, standing or uh, odds for the series are up. Yep. So Also, got, also golf. Yes, and golf as well. Yep. Um, actually, while we're talking about that, I can just bring it up on my phone. I've got it pulled up right now. Let's talk about it. Um, what What makes you more furious, rollover or the lottery today? Oh, God, <laughs> it's about the same, right? I mean, they got to be right up there with uh, kicking puppies and yep. world hunger and that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it's okay. going to be a movement. Yeah, we didn't even talk about – this isn't on our script, but we're just going to dive into it. Um, so, so series right now, we've got Canadians, Penguins. Montreal is plus 180. Ooh. Penguins minus 222. Okay. Or uh, minus 220. Okay. So Pittsburgh, heavy favorites in that one. Would you, would you lay a bet on that? We'll just do rapid fire. Um, would you lay a bet on either team for the for the value? I think for shits and giggles, I would go Canadians here, but just, just yeah, one one eighty, just like a just for uh, just a fun. small bet, just to say you did, yeah, just to just to you know be that one guy that threw a bet down on the Canadians, you know, maybe the maybe those Penguins fans are right when Carey Price could steal the series, 
Yeah, they did a they did a uh, after the lottery today. They did like a rundown of the East East Conference and West Conference or matchups, you know, and uh, they pretty much you know preaching like we were, right? Yeah, Penguins yeah. got this, but you know, Price, who knows? You know, yeah, Christ. Okay, <laughs> yeah, maybe Price eight years ago. Um, uh-huh. Rangers, Carolina, uh, Rangers plus one twenty five. Hurricanes minus 145. Uh, I would be laying some action for the odds. I'm going to lay some act. I would lay some action on the Rangers here. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good underdog for me. Like 125 that on that. I mean, uh, it's the odds are pretty good considering that uh, the Rangers swept the series with the Hurricanes. So, yep. Good depends, value there. Depends who's in net. Yep. It's, absolutely. absolutely. I, I want to see if Shesterkin is the goalie or not. But, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Panthers Islanders, Ugh, I would avoid this series at all costs. Uh, Panthers mm-hmm. minus one hundred and five, Islanders minus one fifteen. Interesting. So it sounds like Vegas doesn't even know what the fuck is going to go on. Dude, nobody series. has any idea. But mm-hmm. they got to be minus because you know who knows what's going to happen with yeah, this. Yeah, who one. fucking knows on this one? Um, uh, coming up, uh, Blue Jackets, Maple Leafs, Blue Jackets at plus one forty five. Maple Leafs minus one seventy. You got to lay some money on the jackets here, right? I think you. I think you do too. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a high enough number where I would feel terrible about throwing it down for the upset here. And no, yeah, you mean, got. There's there's some serious value here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, same same might be in this next series. Uh, Blackhawks Edmonton. Blackhawks plus one thirty five. Oilers okay. minus one fifty five. Yeah, I would. I. I mean, I'm putting my action. I. I, I got Oilers all the way on this. I'm at. Oh this yeah. Oh, this isn't we're not. We're not talking chance, on. But. This is. These are not our picks on who we think is going to win. It's. Yeah. For the money, do we value. think it's worth throwing some money down? Right. Yeah. I. I like that. I like the numbers on the Edmonton. Yeah. I. I mean, minus one fifty five. You're still not getting a. It's not a fantastic return. Right. Um. The, but I would not. I would not chastise anyone who threw money down on the 135 hawks yeah like i mean if there is an upset that could be had here um i would say this is the uh, probably the second i mean blue jackets upsetting the maple leafs that's probably the most realistic one in my mind right um but hawks i mean the pieces are there and edmonton has a history of i mean can you just can you just see Connor mcdavid just like in that press conference after game three getting swept just you know, like looking like he hates his life. Well, it's it, fine because we're gonna get another me, right? In the oh. lottery, anyways. Oh my god, I would fucking <laughs> Lafreniere and fucking Jesus McDavid Christ. on the same fucking line with Drysaddle. Oh my god, I that shouldn't be allowed. It should be illegal. Um, well, because I mean that's a moot point because we're coming up on the next series. Uh, Yotes and Predators. Yep. Uh, Yotes plus one fifteen, Predators at one thirty five. Uh, I like the value on the the Yotes here, same because I think a lot of people are starting to really overestimate the the favorites of the Predators here. I I think people forget that uh, at the end of the season, Renee couldn't stop a fucking beach ball. Yeah. So um, and with a healthy Coyotes, I think honestly this series is going to be closer than people think. Uh, that being said, though, they do have Taylor Hall, so they will get the first overall pick. That's correct. Yeah, uh, that's they have something to look forward to at least. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I uh, th- this is a tough one for me. So every time I bet against the Coyotes, the Coyotes win. You know, and then and then everybody <laughs> and everybody in Phoenix is happy. You know, right. but uh, every um, time I bet on the Coyotes, you from know, a, but I like the bet 
from a betting perspective, I would avoid this one. Um, just because just the numbers aren't there. I mean, plus one fifteen on the Yotes, there's they're not huge underdogs. Yeah. So there's not a lot of money to be made there. And then the Preds, minus one thirty five. I, I wouldn't be comf- I wouldn't I'm not confident enough on them to bet that uh, on the minus one thirty five, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I don't yeah, I'm with you. I don't really like there are other either, so. series that I'm more confident in that I would throw money on. Right. Like I would I you know, Rangers Carolina. Um, I would, I, if I had to pick an underdog, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I like Columbus on that one. And if I'm picking favorites, there's even better, there's better favorites out there that you could bet on. Right. Yeah. So this one, I mean, I, I know we're kind of in the minority on this, this, uh, series, but yeah, I think, I think this one's such a toss up and the numbers aren't good enough for it. So agreed. Agreed. Um, uh, next one and see, this is, might be an example of where I like the favorite. Um, Minnesota Wild plus one ten, Canucks minus one thirty. Yeah, you um, love the Canucks, dude. You're you're Can- you might be a Canucks fan. I don't think I'm a Canucks fan. I just in this particular series, I really, I think people are really trying to convince themselves that Minnesota is just an okay team, and Vancouver is still that young team that's trying to prove itself from a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't see that. I think Minnesota is definitely in a rebuild. Um, it, think about it. Like they're going to go into this playoff series with a brand new everything. Yeah. You know, th- this is an unproven team that has basically the, the, the heights of their accomplishments have been mediocrity, you know, middle of the road, moderate bullshit. Yeah. Whereas the Canucks are on the up and up. Um, I, I honestly think I like, I like the value here on the Canucks minus minus one thirty might be a solid. I just don't, I mean the alternative as a gambler, if I'm picking an underdog, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick Minnesota. Like yeah, if they're think, like chance, yeah. you have to pick pick to bet on. You have to throw money down on an underdog. Uh, I mean, Minnesota <laughs> at plus one ten. I just don't. I yeah. I would not be confident in that at all. That's lower than the weren't the Yotes one fifteen. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. I I don't think there's enough value there, especially because I agree with you. I think you know, look, Minnesota was playing pretty decent hockey at the end of the year this is too much time for them to cool down sure right and i mean yeah i mean even even at that point they were still boring as shit and i think i'd have to look at their season series but yeah i don't i don't i don't like minnesota to start with and then uh, you know the that low of a underdog or you know that that low of a difference there i don't i don't like it nope i agree i'd probably go vancouver too on that one though yep i agree um last but not least uh winnipeg calgary um Oof. So this is uh, a lot of people have. T- I'm still definitely a firm Calgary Flames supporter. I don't know how. Like I listened to a podcast the other day where they all across the board pick Winnipeg. I just I, I think people forgot that Connor Hellebuck was the only reason this team scraped into the position that it was in. Hmm. I think they forgot that pre- basically they have one good defenseman and the rest are from the Moose Jaw fucking <laughs> Moose or whatever. Yeah. And their offense is two lines. Um, I think that they forgot that Calgary. Uh, it, what's what's fresh in everybody's mind is Calgary's rivalry with Edmonton, and right. you can't judge a team based on rivalry games because those are going to go back and forth. Emotions are high. It's not the normal team. Um, Calgary has competent goaltend, two competent goaltenders. I'm not saying they're elite by any means, but they're competent. Um, that defense when they get back uh, Giordano. Yep. 
he'll get back to he'll go he'll, he'll get back to fighting form for the for the playoffs. Um, I I I just don't I really don't see this as close as they've got this here. Uh, Winnipeg right now they've got it even so even money ten for ten twenty for twenty. Uh, Calgary is the slight favorite at minus one twenty. I like the value on this for yeah. Calgary. Yeah, I uh, I agree with all that. I think <laughs> I think. Calgary's tendies scare me a little bit, but you know, with the D and then they 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 are relatively deep on forward. Their, so. their goalies are unknowns for sure. Right, um, but yeah, one ten, huh? Damn, one twenty really, minus one twenty, one twenty. But I mean, for the for what they're trying to make this as like a almost a toss up, whereas in yeah. my mind, I in my mind this should be like a plus one twenty Winnipeg and a minus one forty Calgary. Oh really? I'm not. Like, I'm not quite that. I'm actually closer to the even. I don't. I don't think. Win, I don't see Winnipeg taking it. But yeah, no, that's I, what I, I'm saying. Like w- Calgary should be more favorites in this. Yeah. Instead yeah. of it being closer to a toss up. Winnipeg's even, huh? Winnipeg's even money. Like if you bet ten bucks, you'll get ten bucks. You bet a yeah, hundred bucks, you'll get a hundred bucks. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they should. It. I mean, maybe plus a hundred, you know. But I do. I do think this is a pretty even series. But yeah, I don't like the. Obviously, I don't like the money on Winnipeg. No, um, I I think for the value here, I like I cause, because I think Calgary is more of a favorite than people are giving them credit for. Yeah, I like the value of Calgary right here. Yeah, not bad. Yep, absolutely. Okay, and then uh, real quick, we'll jump over to NHL futures. Uh, we'll just burn through these real fast. But okay. uh, Stanley Cup odds. Oh, nice. Yep. Uh, right now, top odds: Boston Bruins at plus five hundred. Woo! So I I was looking at these the other day. There are a few here that honestly, because we've got some free play. Thanks, Kamish. Um, Represent. We've got some free play here that I would be really interested in. Th- I mean, for for the value on some of these, especially going with um, what's that website that has like the crazy odds that predicted the Blues to win? What were they called again? Oh, uh, hold on, I got you right here. Fuck, were they called? Nope, I don't it. I don't have it. We were just talking to him about them in the last episode. Go back to the yeah. last episode and listen to him. Um, that that website, I mean, they so they bumped Vegas up. So okay, we've got Bruins at plus five hundred, Vegas at plus five fifty, okay, Tampa at plus six hundred, Blues at plus six fifty, Caps at plus six fifty, Avs at plus eight hundred, oh, Philadelphia at plus one thousand one hundred. Wow. Dallas at plus fourteen hundred. Okay. Pens at fourteen hundred. Okay. Maple Leafs at eighteen hundred. Oof. Oilers at twenty three hundred. Okay. Predators at twenty three hundred. Damn, same as the Oilers. Yep. Man, they're sucking their D's. Oh yeah, Uh, they're so overrated in my point. There are teams on here that are genuine. Like I said, for the money. There are some good for the odds. There are some good bets here. Um, yeah, Coyotes at thirty five hundred. Okay, Flames at thirty five hundred. Okay, uh, Carolina Hurricanes at forty five hundred. No way. That blows me Ten, away. Tendy like tendy issues. I, That's why they got to be that low. So they're right? okay. Get this though. Carolina at four fifth four uh, uh four thousand five hundred. New York Islanders at four thousand five hundred. Wow, Vancouver Can- Vancouver Canucks at four thousand five hundred. Wow, you're gonna that, put Carolina at this on the same level as those two? 
Carolina's on the same wow. level as the Islanders and Canucks. That blows me away. We gotta maybe, get these I mean, in soon, I think. It I, could be, I feel like it's gonna change. Maybe it could be because like their path to the cup is harder. Like maybe, but I, that just blows me away. Um, Columbus sneaky pick, uh, fifty five hundred. Okay. Uh, Panthers fifty five hundred makes sense. That's about Wild right. fifty five hundred. Yeah. Winnipeg Jets fifty five hundred. Okay. Uh, Chicago sixty five hundred. Oof. And then the Canadians at dead last at plus eight thousand. Nice. Put it put it in perspective here. If you bet ten dollars on the Montreal Canadiens to win the Stanley Cup and they won, you would win eight hundred dollars. Nice. So uh, let's. <laughs> so real quick, I okay. Uh, Bruins, I like that. I mean, that's ten bucks. That's that's fifty bucks. You know, that's not bad. Uh-huh. Um, if I had to, okay, so we've got we've got some free play. Pick four teams for the value. We're not saying like who you think to win. Okay. For the value, I like I like Boston at plus five hundred. That's yeah. that's covering my bets. Vegas, obviously, that's another Western Conference team. That's good. And then I'm gonna go Flyers. Yep. At plus one thousand one hundred. Flyers all day. And then for the value, for the value, I'm gonna go. You got to go Carolina here, don't you? I think I think so. That's a, it's funny you say that. That's what I was going to do. You got to go Carolina. That 10 10 bucks, 450 is return yeah. on that. I uh I I I like the top 2, but I think I think value-wise. So we go I Boston, think... so we're both a uh, Boston Golden Knights. That's fine. Yeah. And then who do you got after that? Um I I definitely liked the Flyers. I actually would of those of the top 4 teams, I would probably go Tampa. I do like the so throw into um, okay. So Tampa's number three. That's plus six hundred. Yeah, I do like that one. Um, not not anything against Boston or or Vegas, but I think just down the list a little bit. Okay, you know, so you've got Boston. Like you've got Boston, Vegas, and Tampa. Okay, and then who you got? One more pick. One more pick, huh? Who do you go Let's for see. the vet? Remember for the value. It's not we're not necessarily going like who we think will win. It's it's for the value. Right. Um. Let me just read some. T- I mean, you've got. Yeah, you still got St. Louis. You got St. Louis at plus six fifty. Yeah. You got the Caps at six fifty. You got the Avs at eight hundred. Flyers at eleven hundred. Dallas at fourteen hundred. I I'm surprised eh. that Dallas is that high. Yeah, I I wouldn't put them that high. I wouldn't put them that high either. Um, Pens at fourteen hundred. Okay. Leafs at eighteen hundred. Leafs might be a sneaky play. That's, as much I, as I hate them, that might be a sneaky play. I I actually like uh, yeah I think right in that range I'm looking to right so that fourteen hundred eighteen hundred I like I like both the Leafs and Penguins I mean you can't Pens and so we've got uh, Oilers at twenty three hundred yeah uh, Predators at twenty three hundred which I again I don't see like how they rank those two exactly the same like I the Oilers would just kill the Predators in a seven game series yeah. Like it just wouldn't even in my in my mind. Um, Rangers at twenty seven hundred, which God, that's pretty high for them, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. In fact, they're they're at twenty seven hundred. Wait, they're playing Carolina in the first round. They're at twenty seven hundred, but the Carolina Hurricanes are at forty five hundred. Wow. That's yeah, that's so a, that's weird. A... They're they're probably like yeah, if they can get past Carolina, they can beat anyone, kind of thing. <laughs> I, they can I just beat don't, everybody. I, I don't know. 
yeah. Yotes and Flames, 3,500. I don't think they'll win. Um, no. Canes, 4,500. Islanders, 4,500. Canucks, 4,500. I mean... Canes. Once we, once we get too low, I mean, you've got to... I think if I had to go extreme, extreme. Like, I mean, for the money, obviously. Uh, just because just because they've done it before, the Blackhawks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I there's two there's three levels for me. There's kind of that middle ground, you know, um, which I like. I, yeah, I'm probably taking the pens in that middle middle portion. Pens, um, huh? Really? Yeah, I I, I uh, they're gonna be healthy, and that, I think I think that's gonna be. That's a good. The point. East East is tough, um, you know, but it's not bad odds for them. I don't mind that. Um, I definitely, you know. Yeah, it's it's only because you took the Flyers. I think the Flyers are my favorite. Odds you could right take. Now. I mean, it, look, we're, I'm going solely off of that website. You could take right. the Flyers. We can agree. I, um, that no. webs before before the break. The Flyers, because of that website, who picked the Blues to win last year, picked the fly. The Flyers were the favorites. Now after the break, the Golden Knights are the favorites to them. Right. So, yeah, Bruins. Yeah. So me, that's Bruins Knights. Flyers, and then just because of the value, the Hurricanes. Hurricanes, yeah. Hurricanes. I don't understand why. How are 4, they? Forty five hundred. That's nuts. Forty five hundred. That's that's, that's ten ten bucks. That's four hundred fifty bucks, man. That's fuck. That's insane. They're they're a, they're a good team. Yeah. Like they're not like literally their only weakness is goaltending. True. Yeah. I I think if I had to pick three, I'm going Tampa at six hundred, Pens at fourteen. And then Carolina. I mean, Carolina. That's those are ridiculous odds. Dude. You'd be if you're a gambler, you can't not take those odds for Carolina. Like that's, yeah, that's too Yo, that's good. all day. That's too good. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Uh. If you guys are interested in placing any action on any of those series, you should do it with that commish. You should. Just another extra plug there. Boop. All right. Let's move on to our next. This was our biggest news until. The fucking draft lottery. Um, NHL Seattle has found some way to make themselves even more of a laughing stock. Uh, Amazon owner, which I, I want to point out the hypocrisy here in a second, but uh, Amazon owner Jeff Bezos, uh, mind, world, ruling, lizard, alien, whatever he is, uh, has the naming rights to the former Key Arena. Uh, and it's going to be, what, Climate Pledge Arena? Climate Pledge. Uh, it's like the worst scent of pledge. Ugh, climate. Smells musty. Smells smells like ozone. <laughs> 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 smells like years of factories. Oh, God. Climate just... Pledge Arena. I just all right. I want to point out the hypocrisy here, real quick. Like, let's get before we get into like, oh, chance. You know, it's really great that somebody's trying to to make a difference. Okay, well, before we get into that horseshit, um, I want to point out the fact that the guy who is basically responsible for the most plastic and cardboard being built up in nice. landfills and oceans is trying to like be the good guy and say oh this going this arena is going to have a zero carbon footprint and it's going to like the ice is going to be made with water that was collected from rain and it's going to have solar panels and all that like okay great um how about you stop sending me uh a a box of stickers 
in a refrigerator box. <laughs> okay? Like, I just... The, the irony is just hilarious. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know. Well, that's the first thing. It's like, everybody, you know, Climate Pledge Arena. You realize this arena Oh, and now, it's, it's just a bad name. I mean, just in general. Like, I mean, yeah. it, even if it's a good cause, it's just a bad name. Well, but I mean, you know, the first thing you think of is now this this arena basically just made it so that they have to be almost zero percent waste. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like so, you know, every arena and there it's like, you know, yep. like, <laughs> you know, every on, fucking Seattle hippie that goes in there is going to tr- if if they do one thing wrong, like if they don't recycle uh, a fucking battery and a walkie talkie. Yep. They're going to fucking hear about it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh yeah. I uh yeah, the other the other one so I've heard uh Lemon Pledge Arena. That's a pretty good one. Lemon uh, Pledge Arena. Lemon Pledge Arena. Uh the other one was Amazon Basics. Yep. That's a good one too. I like that too. Yep. What a fucking joke, dude. Like, an absolute joke. I'm, I, just, I, I can't We're waiting believe... on the name and now we get this and it's just I, I can't believe fuck they fucked it up. up so bad. I can't believe that they have screwed it up this bad. They're gonna move this team in three years. Yep, yep. It's gonna be it's gonna be the fucking Sonics all over again. Mm-hmm. I I swear because this team is not gonna get the support. The leadership has constantly can't make their own fucking deadlines. Yep. I it's just I. I'm I'm so over it. I'm so over it. And at this point, there's no way they're gonna be able to meet the hype. Like they've they've delayed it and missed their own deadlines so much at the point that. If it if it turns out to be something fucking horseshit like the, you know, like the fucking Norwals or the Sockeye, if they go for the generic safe name, everyone's going to be livid. <laughs> if it's not the Kraken at this point, I think everybody's going to throw a yeah. fucking fit and they're going to burn Honestly, down this, yeah, absolutely, burn this because, fucking stadium down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, because that's the only way that this makes any sense is that they're going for Kraken and it's such a unique name and they have to deal with like Hollywood or some horseshit right now. Right. That's the then, only way they can get out of this because if it's some dumb shit like totems or sockeye <laughs> or rainbow trout or fucking uh you know low flow toilets, whatever the fuck it's just going to be a huge letdown. Everybody's going to like, "Wow, we waited fucking 3 years and 5 missed deadlines for this, huh?" Oh man. You know, maybe maybe that's what it was. Maybe, you know, there was some sort of like naming rights copyright infringement or something and the, the people were like well you can use the kraken but you have to be at zero percent oh my god waste <laughs> that's so fucking i it's look is it is it is it a good thing on principle to recycle and 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 not not create as much waste as possible absolutely just as a good person and you're helping the environment and you're reducing costs and all that stuff but the fact that you're gonna name the arena (laughs) i I mean just do it you don't need to name an arena in order to fucking do a climate pledge i'm almost thankful that they did this because before the climate (laughs) pledge arena the stupidest name in the nhl was little caesar's arena there you go okay you're good yeah, we're all good now. The fucking mm-hmm. Red Wings, we're in the clear because now Seattle has the dumbest fucking name. Seattle's gonna have the dumbest everything at this point. Oh God, I swear there. I just my my standards are set so low that I I, on, I honestly will be happy with the name because I I'm 
I'm expecting them to name it something real fucking stupid. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be like they did all these polls and they've tested all these names and shit. It's gonna be like some dude in the back that's like, we should call it the Seattle Rain Dudes. <sighs> and everybody's like, dude, that's brilliant. The Seattle Autonomous Team. The Seattle Autonomous Team. Fucking autonomous. We're we're in our own league. We don't play by the rules of the nhl for god's sakes Jesus they got five five of, or four of their five players are in the offensive zone the whole shift <laughs> <laughs> just name like this is our own country this is this is our ice rink now <laughs> god climate pledge arena yeah i honestly they need to just rip the band-aid off on the name at this point like you like after you drop this you've just gotten so much shit who's gonna say that Who's gonna be like, hey, 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 uh, you ready to go to the game at the at the Climate Pledge Arena? <laughs> Who's gonna fucking say that? No one, not one person. In fact, if you're a Seattleite, you're gonna call it Key Arena. Yeah, that's probably true. You're gonna be like, hey, uh, you're still gonna Key Arena. Like, I mean, that's what you. That's that's, that's you're just gonna call it that because it's been Key Arena forever. Well, it's like it's because like no one's base- gonna fucking say, goddamn, uh, Climate Pledge Arena. It's dumb. You head to the climate pledge? Head into the climate pledge. Hey, head into the, the, the CPA. Yeah, let's let's jump in three hours of traffic and go to Climate Pledge Arena. And park and park ten miles away and walk. Uh-huh. Well no, that's green, dude. <sighs> See? It's brilliant. Yeah, even though they have uh like twenty square miles of parking lot <laughs> that is just black top. But whatever, it's cool. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay. All all roads leading to the arena have to be dirt now. <sighs> it's so bad. I, just, I can't even... No, they don't have to be dirt because it's not part of the United States. Oh, God. They're they autonomous. They They're need autonomous. to drop Kraken. And they need to redeem themselves right now. The NHL in general needs to redeem themselves right now. So. Yeah. We're not we gotta, we're, we're not going to get into that issue again. It, it it in in our eyes they're two separate things. There's the Black Lives Matter movement and then there's these assholes. <laughs> okay, it's they're they're so far gone. They're not even remotely related at this point. Like they don't even know what they want. So <laughs> how shit-faced was Bezos, you think? He's like, yeah, I'll buy the naming rights. Climate pressure, climate pressure. Because his lawyers came up to me, he's like, "Look, Bezos, we are, we are taking a lot of heat right now for you shipping me my uh, box set of uh, uh, Alias on DVD in a box the size of my car, <laughs> and it was all plastic. I don't even know how you did that." And he's like, "Well, if I make this one arena." That only has to be green for like once a week. If we make that green, will people forget that I I like basically am the reason why oceans are dying? <laughs> yeah, probably because this is America. So yeah, it's a tax write-off. Absolutely. Yeah, we don't we don't need to focus on the fact that you produce more fucking plastic than anyone ever. Yeah, climate pledge, bro. <sighs> okay. It's disgusting. See, NHL Seattle, get your shit together. Come on. I just, I don't even under, I don't even know. There's, there's nothing left to say at this point. Nope. It's awful. All right. Let's move into the fucking draft. Yes. So 
as of this recording, the NHL draft lottery was two hours and 55 minutes ago. Um, unfortunately for me, uh, the Red Wings have dropped to the fourth overall pick. Unsurprisingly, unsurprisingly, uh, right. dropped to the fourth overall pick. I mean, I should have expected it. Um, but what's what's almost more, that's the second most furious reason. The most furious reason is that an undetermined playoff team will get the first overall pick this year. Hmm. Wells, thoughts? Hmm. I like it. I, I fucking going <laughs> to come through this goddamn mic. Uh, this is a fucking joke, dude. This is an uh, absolute joke. I, you know, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I like the I like the picture of the guy that did the ping pong ball. You know they they uh, staring at us in the face, basically like oh, look, see, it was, we did it legitimately, and oh. you know it wasn't. Come on, like they had to they had to make they had to make this wild card shit look good. And they had to you know they're gonna try to do a phase two draft or you know they're they're not doing them all at the same time, this- so they gotta. It's just it's all fucking PR bullshit. This is this a is this is a tweet from a guy named Scott Wheeler. This is a playoff team getting Lafreniere while the 17 win Red Wing draft fourth overall is certainly a very NHL outcome to all of this. Oh, it's disgusting. The Red Wings won 17 games in out of 70. 70. That's disgusting. And we're drafting fourth overall. Whereas a team that made the playoffs and could possibly win the Stanley Cup. No. Nope. Gets No? No, it's the losers from the Okay, so the losers from the Okay, but okay, still, a team that like so say you get upset, say you're the Edmonton Oilers, the Pittsburgh yep. Penguins, you could legitimately get a Okay, here's a question real quick before we get really into it. Do you think that there might in the back of, you know, team owners' minds do you think there's a, a slight chance you say, like, maybe we drop this one? It, I think it depends on the team. Okay. Um, so, I mean... Columbus? You know, you, uh, Columbus, that's a team that I think, yeah, could easily drop it. I don't Montreal? They, Montreal is just going to lose anyway, so Pittsburgh? it's not going to matter. <laughs> no, Pittsburgh... Pittsburgh would they, you know, would they, they have purposely legitimate chance. drop it so you could have Malkin... Crosby and Lafreniere on the first line. I think Pittsburgh thinks they have a legitimate chance at the cup. Okay. Um, How about Toronto? So I, uh, Toronto, same thing. Okay. I, th- I, you know, I'm I'm looking at teams who probably were looking at you know game seventy and going, look, it's going to take a fucking miracle for us to get here. Um, I think teams like that. I mean. Minnesota for sure, right? I mean, that's there's a definitely a good chance like a team like that where it's like we need a fresh start and we again we're middle of the pack. Yep. And you know like that that's a per- prime candidate, right? Um yeah, I mean it's it, it I I want to hope that it was random, but this just seems like it just seems so fucking TV and it's you know it could have implications for the next 20 years. That's the problem. Yep. Like, we're not only in a weird season where we're having this weird fucking setup. Now, you know, this, this, we could be looking back at now at this draft and going, it was fucking rigged. 
This shit was so fucking rigged. And then the teams that lost in the first round to try to get it were fucking rigged. Like, if we didn't need more of an asterisk on this season, or or p- for people to have a reason for an asterisk on this season, yep. now we have it. We yep. have three or four asterisks. It's just fucking insanity, dude. It's craziness. Crazy. So, for those who might not have looked into it, um, first overall pick is to be decided based on who loses in the first round. Um I think That's I looked disgusting. at this. I think I looked at the uh, the stats, and Columbus has the highest chance at like eight point seven percent. But it goes down from there. Uh, number two is the Los Angeles Kings, which I'm. I, they are a truly terrible team. They're not as bad as the Red Wings, but they're bad. So mm-hmm. I can be okay with that. Ottawa gets a number three. Um, I almost also can't fault them for that because a they're bad and they drafted well because they got San Jose's first round pick. Yep. Um, number four is Detroit. Number five is Ottawa again with their original pick. Number six is Anaheim. Number seven is New Jersey. Eight is Buffalo. Yeah. Um, I mean, out of the top four, it kind of makes sense. But it I, ma- it would make sense if 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 number one wasn't a two and a half percent chance to get the number one pick and they got it exactly. That's it, what's, that's what that's me I off. think that's the worst part of this. The fact that a team that it shouldn't even made, have been involved. That made the playoffs. That shouldn't even be in the draft lottery. Yep. Is going to get the first overall pick is yep. and it's going to and it's going to you're gonna have this cloud over the qualifying round. Right. Of like Did teams, they did they blow it, right? Did they did, blow it to get Alex Lafreniere? Did they do what the draft lottery is attempting to have like to attempting prevent. to f- prevent, right? Yeah. Like that's what blows my mind. Now we're right back to whenever the you know like pre nineteen ninety five yeah exactly it's just it it's fucking asinine like this dude. was it's created to prevent bullshit. tanking yet and now we're, we're gonna tank we are now in a situation where a team might legitimately consider losing in the qualifying round so they can get Alexi Lafreniere yep we just it it comes around full circle this is this this is the bullshit that we're talking about you basically like we basically looked at it you know the NHL looked at it and they said well. The qualifiers should also have a chance to get the first round pick. Why wouldn't they? Like, right? look at, I mean, how is it fucking fair that the Chicago Blackhawks are going to get another first round fucking pick? Because yeah. you know it. They're going to lose to the fucking oh, Edmonton, Edmonton Oilers. Too. Edmonton, same same boat. And I, th- I, if I, I could be wrong. Like, Montreal might be lower than them. But, like, isn't it Montreal and Chicago are the two lowest point-seeded teams? Uh, I don't I don't remember, but that would kind of make sense. Like I'm thinking, I mean, Nashville was Nashville and uh, yeah, Phoenix. it was. Yep, you're right. Yeah, yep. So, Chicago and so if those two teams lose, or if one of them wins and one of them loses, the loser will get Lafreniere. When Chicago just had what the third round, second round pick last year, is it Doc? What did they take, Doc? Yeah, they took Kirby, Kirby Doc in like the second or third round. Yeah, big market, dude. Or first round, but second, second or third pick. Big market. It ain't rigged, but that's a big market. So oh, yeah, it's you know, they should rigged. get a pick. It ain't They're rigged. Fucking bunch of cocksuckers. Um, yeah, that's unbelievable. Honestly, like it's yeah. It shouldn't have even been an option. No, it shouldn't have been I'm an saying. option. It shouldn't have been an option. And then even if it is an option, they should have been like eighth overall. But yeah, the fact I, that the first round pick is oh, it's this mystery thing where it's going to be a qualifying team. That's such fucking bullshit. So I, I, 
I'm sorry. The I, only I don't team, think the only team that in there that you could make a pseudo argument to me that might deserve it is Montreal. Yeah, I think that uh, honestly, like we just you know, like what we've been talking about. I mean, I think Montreal. Um, you know, I look at a team like Minnesota, right? Where like you know, there's just... no Minnesota doesn't deserve it because it's it's they haven't been <laughs> spared. They've just had horrible management. That's their own That's fucking true. fault. That is true. Um, yeah, I, what pisses me off the most, I'm not even a fucking Red Wings fan. Red Wings shouldn't even, they, we shouldn't even have had the option for them to drop out of the top three. There's, there's just, it's unacceptable. And it's just fucking archaic. I've no, heard, it, I've, it shouldn't, it's, it's not just, about the Red Wings. It's, it's, it's about, it's about fairness and how bad the team is. Like, right. We, we we already talked about that like the argument of did the Red Wings tank or not? I I argue no because tanking implies that you purposely tried to lose. I think the right. Red Wings tried to field the best team they could and they're terrible. Yeah, um, I, yeah. With, they, they just had an AHL team, I right? With, I mean, without without them. bringing up your AHL <laughs> prospects, what the fuck else are you supposed to do? You can't trade for anyone. Who's going to yeah. take Justin Abelkader's five point five million dollar contract? I would. <laughs> <laughs> to what? If it, your got, lawn. if it got me into the wild card round and a first round pick, I'd have taken him. Ugh. Or a first pick overall. Fuck me. So bad. Oh, it's just it's just shitty. It should have just involved the the front seven teams. You know, um, you know, may, like maybe giving them. No, I don't even think that. But I, I I do think I think yeah, just just the way it's all set up. I mean, Red Wings should have had a higher percentage in my opinion, and then gone down the list from there. Um, if it would have ended up like two, three, four is as the top three, I think that's fine. That sucks for the Red Wings. But at the same time, you know, the three teams that did the worst for the most part this season, the three teams that did the worst are getting the three picks, right? And yep. it's not in the order to where you don't, you know, you're still, the, the lottery is still useful because, you know, even even for the people saying Detroit tanked, right? They're getting third, they're getting a third pick in that instance and you know hey that's just the way that the cookie crumbled but i don't think you know i don't think that they had they should have had an astronomical high like way higher percentage i just the whole thing not even it not even i'm not even gonna get on the like the higher percentage for the red wings the fact that a playoff team is Mm -hmm. going to get the first overall pick is mind-blowing is it this is the highest jump Ever. That they have ever had. Lafreniere is going to go to a team who is legitimately who's already fine really. on the cu- on the cusp or a competitor. Right, like that kid is going to have no problem winning a Stanley Cup in the next five years. Well, it, yeah, we we basically just rigged the league for the next twenty. Yeah, right. Honestly, think think about it like this: if if he goes to a team, if Chicago loses to Edmonton, he goes to Chicago. Chicago is making. He's skating runs. with John Tavares, Kirby Duck, Patrick Kane. Uh, not Tavares, you're thinking... Uh, or not John Tavares. Taves. Uh, uh, Taves, Taves. Taves, Kane, Kirby Duck. Debrinket, uh, Strom. I mean... Oh my god, that's all, such a... All they that, need at that point can is Can you imagine Lafreniere on a line with Debrinket and Strom? Holy that's fuck. That's dumb. It's dumb. And I, I just... Yeah, it, it's... That's dirty it's, is what it is. Look... You know, even if this placeholder team would have ended up, I, I don't know. I honestly, I can't keep track with the lottery fucking rules anymore. But like, if they would have ended up with a second or third, you know, I don't think we we wouldn't be nearly as fucking. We'd still be. It's heated. It's, it's it would not, still be bullshit. But it's you know, 
it's it's the one-two punch. It's the fact that the Red Wings are drafting fourth overall and a playoff team is getting the first overall pick. Yeah, it's just it's unfair to all like seven if, teams. Like uh, if you know, if Ottawa wins it, okay, they were they were their own version of bad. Not as much as the Red Wings, but okay, sure. I can take it. Kings, sure. They were also bad. But I fucking playoff team is going to get the first overall pick. Yeah. There I is mean, a le- there is a legitimate shot that Alexia Lafreniere could be skating with Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby. Um, disgusting. I there's I mean, I'm even think I'm trying to think of teams like in the qualifying round that I'd be okay with him going to, and it's far few and in between. Like I, yeah. Col- Columbus maybe because they don't have a number one. They they don't have a star. Islanders I'd be fine with. Um, maybe. Yeah. But then again, the Islanders are like that's not their style. They don't play with a star. They have a solid team overall. Right. Um Right. I think Montreal, I mean, I think the only yeah, I think not the only Florida, team, not Toronto, not the only team that I would be okay with him going to just kind of even this all out would be Montreal. For me, that's it. God, I, there's him. no other team. And that's and that's exactly what the NHL wants because he's fucking French Canadian. Exactly, he's from, and they're gonna put he, him exactly. in Montreal. Oh my god, it's like they fucking planned it. They did. They this is it's. Uh, that is it's, so it's, infuriating. It's gross. It's fucking gross. That's so infuriating. Okay. Yeah. So with with the draft lottery set, we're yep. gonna go through. So obviously, Alexei Frenier is going to go number one. Um, to who we don't know. To who we don't know. Um, number two is pretty much also set in stone, strangely enough. Uh, Quentin Byfield. Uh, I mean, uh, if Alexi Lafreniere didn't exist, Byfield would, would go number one. Would, I yeah. mean, would you disagree with that? This the only reason this is the only reason I disagree with that right now, and this is this is probably a this is a hot take. Um, the thing LA needs, um, they've they've they have uh you know Kellyev, they have mm. Turcotte, they they did load up on some forwards recently. Mm-hmm. Um. They've been attached to Drysdale quite a bit, mm. um, and so I, I. So you're not taking away from Byfield's skill, but you're saying no. that he's not the right fit for LA. I think it, yeah, because we know the exact order minus minus the minus the first pick. Can sure. we fucking ever say that again in our lives? Um, because we know the order two through eight. I think I think we can really actually start to dig into needs of the team, and I think needs for LA is defenseman big time um tendies are, are you know we've talked about their tendies before um but it all starts with the d2 right so um drysdale i mean you know for a right shot defenseman i mean you're looking probably best case scenario late into the first round before you get anyone that's you know even a even a right shot defenseman that even deserves to be at the late end of the first round right 29 30 31 right um so this this kid this kid is a hot commodity and for a team that that honestly is their biggest need um i i don't you know if they took byfield nobody's gonna give them any shit because now they have a you know seemingly at least at least in their eyes they got a one-two punch with byfield and turcott who they took last year right so i mean i can see them taking either of those two guys if they take anyone other than those two guys they they're they lost me but yeah um yeah byfield so, or so byfield is technically the second but you're you're making the argument that maybe they wouldn't because that's not that's not what they need okay right I can, I yeah can see Byf- that. 
Byfield and, and and he's he's not going to last another pick. He's going to Ottawa at three if they sure. if the if the Kings take Drysdale. And that's a very yeah, good Byfield's point. Right I mean, there. I could see that. I mean, honestly, other than other than Dowdy, you know, you got Martinez, I guess. No, they moved him. Oh, then you've just got you've just got Dowdy. Just got Dowdy on that exactly. blue line. So yeah, maybe you do need to move that blue line because uh, so Jamie Drysdale. You moved Muzzin. You moved yep. uh, Martinez because. It was Martinez that went to Vegas, right? Yes. Was that Martinez? Yep. Yeah. And he, he uh, immediately started producing there. <laughs> right. Uh, I wonder what that says about L.A. Um, oh, that they have no offense whatsoever? Uh, yeah. And Kopitar uh, stopped caring a long time ago? Yeah. I think I, I do think it's it's between those two guys. So okay. I, I think Byfield or Drysdale right there. And then okay. I think, you know. Um, I think I, I agree three? with you that Byfield, that, that, Drysdale is a pick, but I I think that they'll do the stupid thing where they they're like, well, Byfield's just too hot to not take. Right. They'll they'll probably do that. So um, moving to three, the Ottawa's pick, uh, Tim Stutzel. Yep. Uh, left wing. Uh, the, oh, by the way, we're getting these orders from uh, the Hockey News. Uh, this is written by Ryan Kennedy. Uh-huh. Um, he's their he's their draft uh, prospect the master i wish i wish tim would drop to four so they could pick him up and so the red wings could grab him and then you'd have a you'd have cider the german passing to stutzel the german um it won't so it won't happen but if the way it's set up right now and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say it you got the placeholder lafreniere obviously of course right that's that's happening la takes drysdale i think I think even if Ottawa takes Byfield, or even if LA takes Byfield, I think Ottawa is looking at Drysdale. So um, LA takes they don't either Drysdale or Byfield. Yeah, I think two and three are definitely Drysdale and Byfield, just because a right shot defenseman isn't coming until realistically really? you probably. Think, you think Stutzel d- drops a little bit? The only reason I think Stutzel drops is because I don't think I think if 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 Senators were to take Stutzel at three. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just I I I think I don't know. Just from Ottawa's perspective, I don't think they they think Drysdale's going to last. And I think Ottawa. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know. That's because this is where it gets tricky. Because you know, LA it's has just the need. need. It's, it's just a team that needs defense. And I, I mean, Ottawa's right. got prospects on the blue line. They do have prospects on the blue line. That's and that's the only reason I think that they could go two forwards right away is they have nobody up front. Sure. So I could I could definitely see them taking Stitzel. I think the best fit for Stitzel is Detroit. And I if if at four he's there. I would he be very surprised. Yeah, I would be very surprised to see them not take him. He is he's the left wing that they need. He's the second best left wing in this draft behind Lafreniere by a long shot. You, you and I talked about Raymond and we'll talk about him here in a second. Yep. Um yeah, he's he's just super creative. I mean, this kid this kid's damn good. I think, you know, um yeah, I mean, you know, those those top those top 4, that's that's you can't go wrong with any of those four, I don't think. So, so, so we've got Lafreniere set in stone. Byfield yep. is, you know, could be swapped out depending on need. I, I think that Still LA, think too. LA yeah. will. I, it's that's fair. I agree with you, but I think they'll be like Byfield is too good to miss, too good yeah. to pass up. So we'll take. And I it. think that. Yeah, that's fine. That's probably I, what they do. I would have um, no problem with that. So three, you're thinking. Uh, so you think Stutzel will fall, and you'll think that they'll pick. You think they would take. Drysdale, Ottawa. I think 
because remember Ottawa does have us they have the sixth they have the five, fifth pick fifth pick too um it really just depends how much they value Stitzel because okay. they they know at three if they don't take Stitzel um Detroit's taking him right or yep. or I just I don't see so, Stutzel dropping to five. That's the thing. On this list, they have Stutzel at three, Lucas Raymond at four for the Detro- for Detroit, Jamie uh-huh. Drysdale at five, right? Marco Rossi at six, Cole Perfetti at seven, uh-huh. yeah. Alexander Holtz at eight, Anton Lundell at nine, and then uh, Russian whiz kid Yaroslav Askarov, yep, the goalie at ten, yep. So, um, which I, God, goalies, you know. Detroit I, could use a tendy. God, we could use a tendy because we just don't have anybody in the pipeline. De- Detroit, Detroit's not going to miss it. I mean, they have it, way too Jimmy many Howard is good, but he's old. Um, uh-huh. and he's got maybe a year left while this yeah. team, while this team is going through its dead years. Um, yeah. Bernier is solid. He's shown that if he was behind a decent team, he could be a decent goalie. Yeah. Um, but after that, there is no one. There is nobody in the pipeline behind. The, you got no young tendies. Not really. No. Okay. There's no I one that. Say, no. Yeah. With I mean, look, Detroit does have some good young forwards that just haven't made the jump from the AHL. So I could I could see them taking a tendy. Could you see? I, so if Jamie Drysdale is still available, could you see them picking up another defenseman in, I, in another year? Putting I Drysdale, think, Drysdale opposite Cider. Like I, if as yeah. somebody who does not want that to happen because I think they need more offensive power, I don't hate that. You're not going to go wrong with Drysdale. That's the thing. So Detroit, the be- even he is the best defenseman in this draft. Oh, by a long shot. I think Jake Sanderson is good, but he's a, in my opinion, he's a middle round guy. Okay. He's a 15 and, you know, 10 to. Oh, so you I'll, think he's I'll overhyped. Him, I'll give him, I'll give him between 10 and 20. I think whoever takes him, if it's between, between 10 and 20, is going to be happy uh-huh. with their selection. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's not a top 10 guy for me. Um, he is good. I mean, he's, he's definitely, he's, he's a two way guy. I mean, he's, you know, he's a top pairing you know, he's got a little bit of offensive support, but then he plays by a guy like Drysdale, right, where he can, you know, Drysdale carries the offense. Sanderson can chip in when he needs to, but he's that secondary, you know, kind of guy. Um, but, yeah, I think I think he better fits between, uh, you know, I'll even go as far as saying 10 to 15. I think that's probably fair. Um, yeah, I think Detroit, I, yeah, as much, you know, I don't know about their pipeline as much as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think... I think if you look at their pipeline and you go, who's gonna be, who's gonna be two, three, four in, you know, two, three, four years? I mean, you're uh, looking at you're looking at Zadina, who's got some development, but he's you know he's jumped back and forth. Um, you got Joe, Joe Valeno is probably the next up at bat um, to to join the roster. In fact, he might make the team next year. Uh huh. Um, Rasmussen, I think, is um, he's he's a middle he's okay. guy. He's but a, he's a middle middle six. The rest of them are, I, I mean, if you're not counting Cider on the blue line, um, that's probably your top prospects at the moment. Yeah, I think I think the benefit that they have though is it every year there's a good free agent winger. Yep. Um, it's a lot harder to take those centers, so I think I think what they'll need to look at is, hey, are are you know. In the pipeline, is Joey Valeno going to be that guy, right? Sure. Are, we, are we looking at, is he going to be number two, right? Um, and I think if they decide that that's the case, 
I think they got enough support. I think Zadina is going to be a good NHLer. Might might be more of a second line guy, but um, he's going to be a good NHLer a little bit down the road. So, okay. So let's hold on. For so fourth round, the, this list has Lucas Raymond. I don't yeah. think I I don't think it's going to be Lucas Raymond. Um, no. I so let's let's put our head let's let's get our Steve Eiserman caps on. All right, this guy went way off the grid with cider last year. Yeah. Okay. Who on this in the top twenty? Like so, Cider was what sixteen supposedly last year. Uh-huh. Like who? staying in that zone. Who do you think is underrated right now? That that Eiserman's like like I don't care if I had first or eighth. I'm taking this guy. Um, first he had to take Lafreniere. He would he would be obviously skewered. Um, but it, not necessarily that this guy is underrated. Now but... that he's off the table, who do you think? He goes. Who do you? Who do you think? If if I'm Iserman, because Iserman is not year, a guy that caves. He's not like you're like LA's in that situation where if you don't take Byfield, you're like, oh fuck, dude. Like, right? I don't know right. if I could pass him up. It, it Iserman's in that position at fourth round where there is no pressure to do that. Like if he and he obviously doesn't care of not picking the guy who's next in line. Like he picks Cider because he's like, this is the kid for our team. Right. Who do you think he goes with? Um, for me, I, after Eisenman did what he did last year, knowing team needs, that's where our attendees going. Attendees going at four. Ooh, Askarov, I, I almost Askarov want you four. to be right. I almost want Askarov you to be right. Askarov at four, man. I mean, I look by far. I mean, I think you can go down this list and, you know, obviously, obviously these lists are put together through like, you know, it's, it's more or less people just talking to scouts and stuff like sure. that. Right. So, this, sure. you know, this stuff isn't, this stuff isn't like, you know, the scouts saying this is our list. Cause they, they're not going to fucking say that. Yep. But the next goalie on our list that we're looking at is 56 Nico Dawes. That's a second round guy. Um, yeah. I think, I think if you want to change a franchise, you look at say a Vasilevsky, you look at, you know, those kind of, those kind of attendees. Um, fuck. I mean, you know, that's, that's where you start, right? We've talked about it plenty of times. The, you know the back end is where you start to build a franchise to sure. build to build a winner, and uh, I think Eiserman knows that all too well. So and I think so. That's my surprise pick, but I think um, I think it fits them very well. I like that, and then I also might I'm gonna go I'm gonna say that if if he doesn't want to go goalie route, which he might honestly he might not because yeah. while we need a goalie, Howard can drag this team through another mediocre season for another year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, but you got to have somebody in the pipeline. Though. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely you know? do. And it, so that, that's an option. Um, the only reason that I say, I'm going to say this next player is because of his versatility where he uh-huh. could play anywhere. Um, Lundell. Yeah. Uh, not, the guy, he's a, a bad one. It's a safe bet in the sense that you could put Lundell on any line with anyone, and he'll perform. Yeah, yeah. I uh, there, there's there are some people who are really really high on Lindell. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the benefit that he brings is that he he's pretty NHL ready. Um, you know, and I, I don't think that's been a question with him at all. Is he's he's definitely pretty um, pretty NHL ready for for the most part. Sure. Um, and yeah, going off of, you know, Iserman went a little, 
little out of the norm last year. I mean, I think he reached, you know, a little bit. At the, I mean, what we looked at, we looked at it as going, a reach. Defenseman going, you know, at six is, I mean, it's fairly unheard of. Yeah, well, and, and, and that's the thing. But, you know, look, knowing Iserman, he's going to take the best the best player for them. And I, I can see right. Lundell. Um, you know, I can see him seeing a guy like Marco Rossi. Um, I'm not huge on Marco Rossi. I, I, I know this is... Um, I don't think he fits... I don't think he fits... He doesn't fit the bill, no. What the Red Wings um, need. I don't think he fits what the Red Wings need. Uh, Perfetti is definitely an interesting one. Um, but I think Lundell is be, the most NHL-ready. I think NHL Perfetti ready, would so. be helpful for the Ottawa... Yeah, um, I could see Perfetti at five. I could see Perfetti at five. He's he's could, got that he offensive be, he talent. He could be good for Ottawa. Um, you you might be onto something with Drysdale going second over. I I I just don't see L.A. passing up Byfield. But you're right. Like I feel like based on needs, Drysdale might be a better fit for L.A. Well, and I think it just depends how how much L.A. thinks they can still get out of Kopitar. Right, you know, depending on how old, you know, I think Kopitar is probably early-ish thirties, if I had to guess. Yeah, let me look it up. Um, you know, he, and so at that point, sure. you know, at that point, like you know, Turcotte has an extra year. Um, you know, they're able to kind of plug him into number two role. Um, you know, it just depends. Uh, Thirty-two, yeah. Um, and so you know, it really depends at that point. It, it's just I, your argument is is completely valid because you know it, it it might be hard to pass up on you know potentially a one two you know a potentially one two punch in Turcotte and Byfield yep. um you know not not the caliber that Crosby and uh, uh you know Crosby and Malkin or um uh, McDavid and Dry, uh, Dreisaitl but you know look you can build around that kind of thing and you know so um yeah I think I think if LA doesn't take him there um, you know, I don't know how, I don't know where he could go. I actually, I, I, yeah, the more I think about it, I, I don't think Detroit goes D, uh, two years in a row. I just don't think they do it. No, so. I, I, it would be, it would be cool, but they won't do that. Yeah. Um, let's, oh, so number six, uh, is your duckies, uh, this, this quackers on, on this list. They've got Marco Rossi, but you're, uh, you're not a big fan of this fellow. Not, not a Rossi fan. And it's not, I mean, he is talented. Um, but this is just knowing. This is just knowing Murray, right? Okay. Just knowing, you know, re- going through every press conference he's ever fucking done, and you know, um, he is fully engulfed in speed right now. He's fully engulfed in, you know, trying to move his team from the the brute of the West Coast um, over to more of a speed team. So you're thinking Cole Perfetti? Per- Perfetti? I I think Perfetti. Um, I think Perfetti, unless he feels like he's got enough down the middle, which he has taken some. He's taken quite a few centers, uh, but you get centers through the draft, right? Like we like we just talked about. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, right. Um, I think if Drysdale is here at this point, he there's no way he's missing out on Drysdale. This is this is like like L.A. This is a oh, big put him on a line with Fowler. Okay. Yeah, a big uh, a right shot defenseman is is exactly what the Ducks need. Um, you know, they got some of those those guys like Lindholm and, and Fowler locked up for a little while. So, um, yeah, I just I, I think if Drysdale's there, they're gonna go with him. Um, the other guy that that I know has, in Ducks circles and things has kind of gone around, and I'm I'm fully on board. I, I'm not a Lucas Raymond guy. Um, Lucas four. Raymond. So he's at number four on this list, but I, again, yeah. I don't know if the Red Wings would take him. I, if they did, 
um, I think it would be a miss. So I think I think Lucas Raymond is more of a uh, back end of the ten. I think he's eight, nine, ten for me. Um, uh, I, I, Raymond has been talked about in this spot. So is Rossi. So is Perfetti. Um, I I like Alexander Holtz. Okay. Here for for the Ducks. Um, we have him at eight on this list, this hockey news list. Um, the so the only one that you don't him. need is Anton or our uh, Yaroslav Askarov. Yeah, I, at, there's no way we would take a Tendi. There's just absolutely pretty no much way. the we only have, one. Uh, but I, yeah, I would not. Would you be surprised if you saw that goalie go up from ten? Oh, he should go up from ten. Um, you know, I well, Ottawa, I, Ottawa me, would like him. Detroit would like him. Fuck, uh, even LA would like him. Yeah, I can. I honestly like. You know, we've got him at ten, but there's just there's not much behind him to where. You know, I, I think it really would depend on the team. But, you know, if if you don't have anything in your pipeline, Detroit um, is a perfect example. Ottawa is a perfect example. Um, L.A., yep. you know, that's a reach a little bit, I think. But, I mean, they're, they're not looking at anything too strong right now. Um, you know, Buffalo. Um, I Yeah, I just – there's – he will go in the top ten, and I wouldn't be surprised if he went in the top five, just based on the teams that are that are in that five. Um, I don't, I just, I don't think, I don't think, you know, other than Detroit, I don't think a team. Um, well, Ottawa, Ottawa with two picks, that might actually, that's a that's okay. A good point. So, outside of the pick, one person outside of the top ten that you think could somehow be a sleeper and make it into the top ten. Outside of the top ten, so well, right now, so we've got so top ten are Lafreniere, Byfield, Stutzel, Raymond, Drysdale, Rossi, uh, Perfetti, Holtz, Lundell, and Askarov. And Askarov. Outside of those top ten, what it, pick one name that you think could crack the top ten? Uh, Jack Quinn. I think the only thing Jake Sanderson. He's at eleven. He's so damn close to ten. I mean, Jack Jack Quinn is twelve. Um, it's not really me being too crazy there, right. but both both of those guys are are have a very good chance. Just depending on what the team feels, they have a need for sure um, easily. Uh, Jack Quinn Jack Quinn had a hell of a season. Uh, Jake Sanderson is going to be you know a, a, probably a two three uh, defenseman on on any team in the next five years. Um, so they're they're still they're still very good picks, um, and that's why you know we just it's. It's hockey, baby. You know we don't know we don't know what's going to happen in, in the draft, but um, those two for sure, and and that's why I do like this list minus the uh, minus Lucas Raymond being four. Um, everything else, you know, is is pretty set, um, and I think that's you know Jake Sanderson and Jack Quinn for sure. Jack Quinn uh, could definitely jump up into that top ten pretty easily. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I I agree. Um, that's I think Askarov will go up. Because if there's a team that needs a goalie, I, this is, I mean, just reading what about the, I've just been reading about this guy while you've been talking um, uh, on, on the list. It says flat out Askarov has the chance to be the best goalie of his generation. Yeah. Like that's, no, he's, he's filthy. How could you pass up on that? Yeah. Uh, just, just a couple other names. I, I, it kind of sounded like you wanted to move on from this, but just a couple other names that I think are, are going to be interesting that could slide into towards, towards the middle of the first round. Yep. Um, are, are actually some good wingers for or, or a couple good wingers and then some centers. Uh, Thomas Bordalo, he's pretty damn good. Um, the kid kid's pretty fucking sweet. Uh, Jacob Perot has a nasty shot. 
that's a guy to keep an eye on. He could he could definitely move up. They have him at 39 on this one. Uh, Tyson Forrester, that's another good one. Um, the other one, uh, JJ Paterka. This is a guy actually I would love to see the Ducks take later in the round. They got a, they got a th- uh, potentially whatever Boston ends up landing at. Um, JJ Paterka is pretty fucking nasty. Um, and then guys like Justin Barron and uh, Caden Gooley, guys to keep eyes on too. So uh, Hell Grants, I know we're joking about that name a little bit but hell grants is actually pretty good so <laughs> he's a little defenseman a little, I, I won't say little but uh pretty damn good defenseman there in the shl fair enough fair enough mm-hmm. okay um that's the draft uh we'll just touch on it briefly uh because i mean i don't i don't want to rub it in too much with maple Leafs fans but um <laughs> Recent news, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning had to shut down some of their training facilities because some of their players got COVID, uh, staff members too. But the only one that was released by name, Austin Matthews, has COVID-19. He even made a joke on Twitter about how uh, he's totally cool with quarantining because he's usually sitting home alone around this time of the year. Yeah, he seems like a fucking loser. He seems like he's... (laughs) totally not happy with being on the maple leaves oh god he's going to arizona he wants to go anywhere but but the <laughs> anywhere but <laughs> anywhere but there uh, send me to florida dude yeah he doesn't he doesn't yeah. seem like he's got a lot of hope right now uh uh unfortunately i mean that would just happen to the maple leaves that totally happens um i we're not going to get too deep into the covid stuff but i mean all of these are professional athletes they're all young the, like the young the, the oldest guy is you know in his late 30s None of these guys are going to feel any horrible side effects from COVID nineteen. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, if, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Austin's already over it. Here's here's the thing for me, right? Like not only them being young, uh, you know, not not only uh, you know they're professional athletes, so they can't, you know, sure. they're not super immune deficient or whatnot. Sure, um, they're professional athletes, so they. You know, whatever ventilator is the top of the line, fucking shit. If they needed one, uh, they're gonna have it. You know, it's just they. There's just they. They have see every resource sort of they needed. Oh, Anybody yeah. who's worried about them in like a serious capacity, you can you can chill. Um, they're yeah. they're gonna be fine. Most of them, I I wouldn't be surprised if Austin Matthews is asymptomatic. Like he's not even feeling bad. It's yeah. just he popped for COVID nineteen. And they're like, well, shit, we got to keep you in quarantine for three days. So what do you think, while we're kind of on the subject, what do you think about them naming him as someone? So this is something that's come up in the NFL and the MLB where players are pissed that they're actually being named as, hey, Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews is the has one COVID that has name. COVID. Um, I, I can see why they'd be pissed. But I think they need to get off of it because the, we, we need to understand the, the country as a whole, the world as a whole needs to understand that COVID-19 affects people in different ways. If you are young, let me rephrase that. If you are old or you have a pre-existing condition or both, then yes, you should be very wary of this and take certain precautions because it could kill you. That being said, if you're young, or don't have pre-existing conditions, you, it's very, it's very. The odds are in your favor of not even knowing that you have it. You will be asymptomatic. You'll get it, go through it, and get over it without even knowing, unless you got tested. And if you do show symptoms, you'll get over it very quickly. Yeah, I, and, that's, th- and that's and yeah. that's what 
basically has been that's what the numbers show. And unfortunately, I mean, we don't have I mean, this isn't the 80s where we've got 50 year old hockey players. True. The only the only thing that I will add to that is, yes, um, I, I think it's, you know, as much as and we're not medical professionals. Right? No, no, um, not. Don't listen to me. On not, even, not even close. Um, the only the only thing that, you know, we still need to be aware of with all this stuff. Right. Is like um, I, I don't I don't really like them naming them by name. Um, you know, it's the same thing with like, you know, back in the day with the NHL, we would get an update and someone would say they have a broken ankle right see and that's how i look at it like it's like if they were like austin matthews has been you know he's on ir with uh an acute sprain or something like that i just look at it that way like i i don't understand why anybody would think of it as a big deal because it isn't it isn't a big deal like it's just in fact if anything once austin matthews comes out of quarantine he doesn't have to get tested or anything like that because he's immune to it and he can't give it to anyone well, and that's that's the only thing I was going to say is like the, the the biggest thing for these these people like NHL players and MLB players right now, right? Um is is passing it on, right? Sure. And so I think I think you know as long as as long as they're taking those precautions and things like that, them themselves will be fine, right? right. That's what I think we we were getting at. Um so I was I, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll go a little bit into in in on this, but it's like I was when I was a kid, I don't know if you were taken to one of these as a child, but I was taken to a chicken pox party when I was nice. Yeah. How was it? I, I, it, I mean, it was just a normal play date, but I didn't know that my cousins had chicken pox. <laughs> uh, so I was intentionally infected with chicken pox, went through it, uh, still have a scar on my nose to this day to prove it, but I got over it. And now I have an immunity to it. Um, a chance could a vaccine handle that yes it could have i didn't go down that route unfortunately um (laughs) you wanted to party dude right apparently (laughs) i wanted to go to a party in any case in any case uh i think the risk is very minimal for any of these nhl i'm not advocating a covid party where you just get all the nhl players to hang out with austin matthews yeah but i want to i am saying that maybe we're you're right. the The main focus is passing it off because if Austin Matthews goes, he's his grandpa. You right. know that's a problem. But right. I think we are kind of freaking out a little. We don't do this with the flu. We don't do this with bronchitis. We don't do this with pneumonia. We don't do the with things with similar mortality rates. We don't sit here and go, "Oh well, we need to isolate all of them." Like if if Sidney Crosby, Sidney Crosby had the fucking mumps. So like, you you would probably know more. You're kind of a historic history guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is this initial reaction any what similar to you know when when the um, maybe you don't know, but maybe, like any of those big things? So Span- Spanish right? flu like, would probably be the most early 1900s. Okay. Interesting. Um, but the Spanish flu also killed thousands of more people. It was it was a much more but medical technology had also had not gotten that far, right? Um, yeah, did we even have ventilators or ven- n- ventilators no, or no, whatever? No, yeah, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. Um, so right now, if you go to like the CDC right now, uh, pneumonia has a higher mortality rate than COVID nineteen. More people more people have died in twenty twenty from pneumonia than COVID nineteen. Um, now I'm not oh. I mean apples and oranges I understand like the disease is a disease. But who it affects right now, like, and the mortality rate, if you look at the people who die from COVID-19, majority old people. 
Yeah, that's Major- fair. If you take it over 70, and if even if you include it into over 65 or over 60, uh, it's it, it's it affects old people mostly. Um, uh-huh. Like that's why that's why nursing homes nursing homes have really been on they lockdown. Just get smoked because yeah. because it sweeps through and it just it, I mean it just knocks everyone out. Yeah. Um, that's why they're on. But and and that's why I think that we need to we just need to be realistic about it. Um, if every NHL player, I, I guarantee you not one. And if, if a hundred percent of the NHL players got COVID-19, maybe one person gets really sick. Ironically, it wouldn't be Jay Bowmeister. No, 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 it would not be Jay Bowmeister. It would be, uh, <laughs> Marion Hosa. It would be Marion Hosa. He's <laughs> like, I got itchy skin and I got COVID-19. Hall like, of Famer f- inductee, Marion Hosa. Oh God, we didn't put that on our, on our list of things to talk yeah. about, but, um, I mean, yes, but so, okay. In my definition of what a Hall of Famer is, no, <laughs> absolutely not. But my definition of a Hall of Famer is much more strict than the actual definition of what a Hall of Famer is. So under the current definition of what qualifies as a Hall of Famer, absolutely. What yeah. I think should be, no, absolutely not. But So then same same question. Well, I guess I didn't ask, ask a question, but uh, Jerome McGinley also. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he okay. earned it. He's got the stats yeah. to back it up. True. Hosa didn't, was, didn't win one, though. Hosa didn't. didn't no, but I mean it's but Hall of Fame is all about personal stats. True, that's fair. In my in my eyes, again, that's subjective. Like I mean, if you if I'm, you I'm don't, with you. I agree. Because again, in Marion Hosa's case, he won what three, two Stanley Cups. Because that's pretty much the only award that he's got is Stanley Cups. He doesn't have any. I don't think he was a runner-up once for the for the Selkie, and he was a one-time All Star. So personal stats, I don't really, yeah. uh, I don't really buy into. Um, it, it, I, I think it should be based on personal merit, like what you personally yeah. achieved and what you accomplished. Because you know a Stanley Cup, you know uh, we could we, there's there's I'm sure there's an endless list of players that have two or three Stanley Cups that genuinely are that uh, fucking Chris Kunitz. Okay, <laughs> nice. That's a That's fantastic a example. Uh huh. Okay, and, 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 and by his record, Chris Kunitz should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Do I think he should? No, absolutely fucking not. But based Chris on... Chris does. Yeah, Chris does. And if we're <laughs> comparing him to... I mean, for all accounts, for what Marion Hosa has... Yeah, he scored a lot more goals. Maybe that's a ridiculous example. But Chris Kunitz has how many Stanley Cups? I mean, I don't... Actually, I don't... I should know this, but I don't... I don't Two or know. three? I know he I won one. He, was... he won one with Pittsburgh. Yep. He won at least one with Chicago. At least, hmm. maybe two. I don't know if he was on the team for both for two of the three. Could be wrong on that. I have to double check that. But in any yeah. case, um, uh, I mean, it's. I think, I think it's it fair be, to throw his name in. It should be based fair. on solely personal accomplishments. It's not. It's totally subjective. Yeah. Um, you know, if you just if you were a part of a really well-rounded team, you can easily get into the hockey fall. That's fair. Hall of Fame, and yeah. that's and that's kind of what happened with Marinosa. I mean, he got he got close to winning the cup twice with Pittsburgh and Detroit, and then he went to Chicago and he won three of them. So mm-hmm. that's good enough for him. So I, I yeah I don't I'm not saying that I mean with the current standards, it just depends on what you want to be in the hockey Hall of Fame. 
Yeah, I I agree. I think I think a guy like Jerome McGinley needs to be in there over him just because, you know, they weren't like just because you're on a team that they that the general manager wasn't able to surround you with enough good quality people oh, to win a Stanley Cup. Jerome McGinley accomplished a great deal on a Calgary right. Flames team that was very bad. Yeah. Well, didn't he play with uh what's that book? Oh gosh. Um Theo Fleury's book. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't Aginla, didn't Aginla play with those teams? Wasn't he a young buck at that point? Maybe. Maybe he no. might have been like a rookie played, on the team or something. Yeah, played, played a year or two. With he, wasn't, he wasn't with them when they won the cup or anything. Right. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I don't have the full list in front of me, but yeah, this that that was um, those were kind of the two names that stood out to me was, you know, they're, they're definitely, like you're saying, two different ways to look at Hall of Fame, right? Right. Um and so yeah, it'll be interest it'll be it'll be really interesting to And unfortunately, you know. in my opinion, the reality of the situation is we let we're, we're very subjective on what makes you a Hall of Famer. True. Like it, it's not it's not just based on your personal stats, it's like were you a good contributor to your team or did right. you play a certain role? Like I mean, you know, it's just what did you do for the community? Exactly, and and that's <laughs> unfortunately that's the times we live in. I I don't I disagree, but based on the rules, I think Marion Hosa is definitely a great addition. He's a yeah. good dude. Um, I just you know you've got it. You start got to start looking at it. You know, in terms of guys guys who did well in one niche thing. You know, like do you True. do you, do you let in Adam Foot? Mm, I. Uh... Probably, I I'd have with, to look with at today's rules. Yes, in my in my definition, absolutely fucking not. Yeah, you know it's well. That's because you're a Red Wings fan, though. Well, okay. Well, I mean, we could use a Red Wings example. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a. I mean, uh, how about uh, not Franzen? Uh, okay, Lindstrom, obviously, but um, the guy after him, uh, Cronwall. Okay, D- is Cronwall a Hall of Famer? Yeah, no, that's a good that's a good point. Uh, in think, in in current terms, I think he has a, a lot of consideration. Right. Uh, in my in my personal opinion, absolutely fucking not. Yeah, like Lindstrom won seven Norris trophies. Like he's a fucking Hall of Famer. Right. But I mean, Cronwall was an integral part of Stanley Cup runs and playoff runs, and that you know that era of dominance for the Red Wings. So yeah, it just yeah. it just depends on how you look at it. True. True that, dude. Yep. All right. Um, we did write down hub cities, but we can talk about that when they actually make the decision. Yeah. The only thing I think uh, it's going Vancouver to Vegas for got sure. dropped off. Vegas, and then I've heard um, a bunch of Canadian cities, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so who cares? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Fucking Canada. Edmont- Edmonton or Toronto, and I've heard Vancouver too. So, yeah, I know Vancouver. Ju- like just the other day, got told they weren't suck it, do it. Montreal, Winnipeg, and Calgary. You're not dude. Cool it should have been. You know, it should have been in Winnipeg, man. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> it's the popula- It's the town with the least population. True. I mean, that's gotta. That's gotta be worth something. They probably rolled it out because all the players like unanimously vetoed it, and they're like, "There's literally nothing to do in Vang- in Winnipeg." Guys. Like, well, that might be good for, you know, COVID cases. And Great. Shit. I can stare at the fucking wall for three months while we win the Yeah, but Stanley you're not going to get COVID. You know, you're not going to get COVID if you're staring at the wall. Can't wait to go. Can't wait to go to uh, the – once we win the Stanley Cup in Winnipeg, can't wait to go to the after party at the uh, uh, at the Tim's. Yeah. At Hortons. the Tim Hortons. Yeah. The Timmy's? 
Yeah, yep. buddy. At the Timmy's, we'll get a double double. Pour that. Aye, in. Pour aye, that aye. in the top. All right, let's sign off. I got to piss. Let's sign off. I got to piss, too. All right, everybody, thanks for listening in. Uh, please like, comment, and share all of our stuff. Uh, please subscribe. We really appreciate that. Positive reviews are awesome. If you have a negative review, shut the fuck up. Yep. Uh, we really appreciate you guys' support. Right now, we're kind of just in a in a lull period because the NHL is, you know, taking its sweet time on figuring out when they want to release news and stuff. But uh, uh-huh. we're happy to hear to, to, to bring you all of our uh, great stuff. Please let us know if you'd like to hear anything on the podcast. And, uh, boy, I guess we'll, we'll hopefully see you next week if there's some news. If not, we might push it out another week. But, uh, yeah, good to good to have you guys on. Stay classy. There you go. We'll see you later.